Well, I think uh, uh, personally, I would say that uh, not just coming from a standpoint from a woman founder or an entrepreneur, I think what I'd like to really say is uh, it's going to be if you opt for entrepreneurship, uh, do realize that it's going to be full of challenges. Each day is going to be a challenge. Every moment is going to be a challenge. It's not going to come easy to anybody, whether you are a male or a female. So always be open to challenges. Don't look at it as uh, as something that could take you down. And really, I think what I personally do is I try to analyze what can go wrong than what can go right. Hello, dreamers and action takers. Welcome to another episode of the Want Money, Got Money podcast. I'm your host, Sam Kamani. And my guest today for this episode is Arshi Ayub Mohamed Zaveri. Now, Arshi is the CEO of Trustwood Trade Group that is based in Abu Dhabi, UAE. She is also a senior advisor to the royal family offices in United Arab Emirates. So without further ado, let's get into it. So welcome, Arshi. It's great to have you in the show. I've been waiting to talk with you and learn more about what you do and and bit about your mission. So Please tell us a bit about yourself. Thank you. Thank you so much, Sam, for having me here. It's uh, really incredible to connect with you. Technology, for uh, fortunately, has, uh, has done great wonders for all of us. And I'm really glad that we are able to speak and, and synergize. I had the uh, Trust with Trade organization in the UAE, and I'm also advising the World Family Offices uh, in the UAE itself. Apart from that, holding a couple of other positions in some key prolific institutions, companies, organizations, and of course, family offices. Primarily, entrepreneurship started very early for me, very, very uh, uh, early on in life. I think um, at that time in my first senior year, I was just uh, 17 and uh, it's working also uh, in my education and at the same time I really wanted to do something uh, about building a business learn it from scratch so fortunately I was able to use the money that I earned from my uh, from my organizational experience and uh, fortunately also that I have uh, extremely a great community of people around me my family my friends who completely supported everything that I intended to do from a very very early stage at the foundational level so I'm really glad that that worked out well, sold the business, uh, got into complete full-time organizational experience. And uh, it started off very, uh, I think it, it, it would, I would look at it as an upside because it started off mm-hmm. at the debt and equity at an NBFC. Yeah. Finally, I navigated towards industrial projects. A lot of my work is within today, the oil and gas sector in manufacturing, heavy engineering, in uh, digital today. Fortunately, we ventured into digital uh, a couple of years ago, so we're not that far, but we're still learning. We're learning with time, sustainability, and also uh, biotechnology. So yeah. we are, I think, uh, as a group, we are pretty diversified because, um, again, we are into mining. A lot of our mining assets are spread across the world, but at the same time, we are also looking to empower the community by creating employment opportunities through our sustainability measures. So yes. as we're really, uh, I think as someone who I would want to be known for is something that the, uh, the kind of uh, the impact that you leave for people, you know, the positive influence that you can leave for people. And I think that's what I want to be known for and nothing else. 
Yeah. Oh, that is fantastic. You know, I was looking at your profile and you've got like over 12 years of experience. And I was just wondering, you are so young. How do you have 12? When did you start? <laughs> and and now you told me you started at seven. That is amazing. I have been interviewing people from all around the world, from from Nigeria, from US, people who even own their sort of like private equity banks and all, all sorts of people. And <clears throat> And one of the thing I've seen is like, I've ended up interviewing a lot more male founders and I have been looking for more female founders to come and tell their st- story and share their story. A lot of the industries you mentioned are very dominated by male. Yeah, you know, like mining, heavy industries, machinery, engineering, any of those sectors, even in, in New Zealand to this date, it's like, and even in, in the technology sector, it's like the first 25 interviews I did, 23 of them were men. It was hard for me to find. How did you make your way? Like some of the female founders I interviewed, they said they found it really challenging. How did you work, especially being so young? And where everyone else is, you know, 50-year-old male, how do you navigate that? Well, I think in entrepreneurship, there is uh, you will have challenges, you know, inevitably, yeah. you will, uh, irrespective male or female, I look at it that way, you're going to have a lot of challenges, you know, if you opt for entrepreneurship and building a business. Yes, uh, whether we like it or not, of course, there's a lot of challenges for, for female uh, business owners or for yeah. female who, uh, female uh, uh, the ones who ventured into these industries, uh, because uh, as you know, oil and gas, uh, uh, female make almost less than a, less than one percent in the oil and gas sector, yes. which is extremely unfortunate to date. We are seeing more women coming up in front end roles, but uh, when I started out specifically, there were none. And yeah. uh, even till today, I'm hopeful that we see more and more women in these sectors. But somehow, these yes. are not the most conventional thing that women are taught to opt for. So yeah. I think it, it comes from a lot of stereotypical challenges that a society faces, not as individuals, but collectively we are a part of this society. So we collectively face this challenge. And I think families, uh, educational institutions need to push more and more women to make this their mainstream careers and not just something that they venture into. Out of. Yes. So I have been extremely explorative from a very early age and I've tried different things. I've also done shipwrecking. So uh, again, a sector wow. where you will never find any women. Yes. But uh, yeah, it has been an experience. And like I said, I think every experience of my life has shaped me to be the person that I am today. Fortunately, we are in a country where the leadership, Zainal Sheikh Mohammed bin Zayed Al Nahyan, Conference yes. of Abu Dhabi, and of course, our Supreme Commander of the Armed Forces, uh, the leadership, our Prime Minister, Zainal Sheikh Mohammed bin Rashid Al Maktoum, ruler of Dubai. Uh, these leaders have really paved the way for women to come forward. They, they have ensured that women are today in top positions of every company, every board. And this is by law, by regulation, not just by an option that you have to do it. So, again, we are, uh, I think, regulation and society... Uh, as families, we need to push and make this more mainstream, you know, so that uh, it's it's yes. not, uh, yeah, we have more and more women coming forward and being on uh, such incredible sessions with you. Uh, I'm hopeful that in the next 10 years, this changes and you'll have more and more women. 
Absolutely. That's that's what yeah, I look forward to as well because you know everyone has different life experiences and everyone has a story to to tell and inspire the the next next generation. So it is it is great to have you here. Would love to know a bit more about your your current business. How do you pick where to invest? Do, do you have like a mandate that you have to follow or so my current, uh, the group company is into renewable energy. We're into oil yes. and gas, petrochemical, coal handling, agriculture, carbon neutralization with the tissue culture and uh, genetics. So I think sustainability, we view it as a global priority and we are continuously committed to the United Nations Sustainable Development Goals 2030. The I SDGs. The UAE, yeah. we are, yes, we are working very closely with the eight principles of governance in the, His Highness Sheikh Mohammed bin Rashid al-Maktoum, which really include uh, improving the quality of life, developing the Dubai society and really ensuring a brighter future, greener future for our generations to come. So we're onto renewable energy, like I mentioned, into solar. We are offering utility PV solar plants, windmills, hybrid systems, solar lanterns, home street lightning systems. These are primarily between residential commercial in the range of 5 kilowatts to 50 kilowatts on-grid, off-grid solutions. Uh, One of our platforms is for digital, and it's an energy network focused on deploying capital into renewable energy projects and really creating an inclusive community around it because we don't have a single community till date for everything in energy, uh, unfortunately, but we are here created uh, creating that. Uh, I think the trade of the renewable energy is something that we intend to do on a blockchain-based hybrid model of yep. an exchange that shall increase the accessibility and transparency of the power market in the world, whilst also really enhancing the speed and efficiency of uh, the trade execution. Finally, I think one of our projects that we are really uh, focused on and I'm extremely yes. looking forward to it is into carbon control. I think uh, the, we have a specific patent in, in it's a particular kind of a clone that absorbs carbon dioxide and generates three to four times more oxygen uh, than equivalent to the wow. other similar clones. So like I said, it's a hybrid model of tissue culture and genetics. So uh, they are also tested for fuel character. So we are able to extract uh, ethanol. We are able to buy, uh, modify and create CNG, diesel, petrol, and really reduce the dependence of oil and, and you know, curb greenhouse uh, gas emissions. So this is something that we are really focused on right now when it comes yes. to sustainability. I think the idea is really also to venture into more and more tech, more into agri-tech, yes. more into ed-tech. I'm extremely focused also on investments into blockchain technology because, like I said, we will be controlling carbon and creating carbon credits. And we hope to trade that on a blockchain waste platform. The specific mandate for us is to right now identify those uh, good opportunities to invest into tech. I think health tech, education tech, ed tech, that's what we call it now. And uh, agri-tech. Uh, blockchain this is something that i'm really looking forward and some of our initiatives are already existing but of course we're looking at more yep and are all these initiatives mainly in uae or in gulf or are they are does your group look all around the world all around the world so they are in the uae further middle east they are in the united states in the european union uh, india singapore out of our offices based in singapore uh, and of course, a couple of other, we are really hopeful that it spreads towards Australia and New Zealand as well. Oh, that's great. <laughs> that's great to hear. If you had some advice for younger founders, entrepreneurs, male or female, what would that be? Well, I think uh, uh, 
personally, I would say that uh, not just coming from a standpoint from a woman founder or an entrepreneur, I think what I'd like to really say is uh, it's going to be if you opt for entrepreneurship, uh, do realize that it's going to be full of challenges. Each day is going to be a challenge. Every moment is going to be a challenge. It's not going to come easy to anybody, whether you are a male or a female. So always be open to challenges. Don't look at it as uh, you know that, as something that would take you down. And really, I think what I personally do is I try to analyze what can go wrong than what can go right. So you really have to make those checklists and avoid uh, stupid mistakes, naive mistakes, so that uh, you know it's it's actually something that is uh, very easy to solve. Yet people, especially smart people, uh, make them over and over again. So I think you really have to brainstorm, test, evaluate, learn, constantly learn. If you are opting uh, for, you know, careers in, in specifically in technology and innovation, mm-hmm. and I think you have to learn how to think independently so that you can also have that extra leverage over the person next to you, because not everybody is here to create a unique venture. You may have ideas or services or products that are already existing, but you are different. And that's what you have to identify. So I think that is something that I have learned. And of course, finally, I think that's something that everyone says, but it's also actually the truth is to really build those relationships because what you gain is not just knowledge, but also insider information. You know, if you can really understand and connect with people, it helps you to get that extra advantage in situations. So creating that relationship is extremely important, very imperative for young entrepreneurs or for that matter, anyone. Uh, relationships always take you further and i think businesses are not built on uh, on ideas and and money or anything it's really built on relationships and that's what i've personally learned and i think many people can uh, second that for sure oh cannot agree more that is so so true your network is your net worth that is what i believe and that's what i have it's like every business i've started i have that's because of connections because of networks and and that's that's pretty much it. you say that that is so true what has been the the most challenging part of being an entrepreneur or in the last say 10 years 12 years is, is it the is it the recent covid thing or or is it something else before that you faced Honestly, everything is the is quite a challenge because, uh, again, this may sound very conventional and very cliche, but when you're a woman leading an organization, people tend to take you lightly or at some point they did. Not today. I cannot particularly say today, but then it's yes. very easy to look down upon someone. And mm. uh, that's what I think is such a challenge because... Uh, uh, we we debunk that every now and then, but then it's always a challenge because uh, stereo- you're stereotyped, you are put in a certain category, you're classified. So I would say that is quite a challenge and uh, it's good to break that every now and then and sort of influence people positively so that they also go back with some key proper perspectives. That's what I think I have done. And uh, it's quite a challenge, but then I've stopped looking at it that way. Like I do what I have to do irrespective of someone's making any sort of innuendos or any remarks. I'm someone who's developed a steel frame around me. I think when, if I have a cut on my body, it's going to have more steel than blood. So we've really been those people who have been out on the, on the fields. We've been doing yes. jobs that uh, possibly not a man would also opt for. So yeah. it's, it's not easy to take down a woman. And I think women inherently also are very strong. So they have to recognize that. And I'm someone who doesn't stand uh, blatantly for empowerment of women or men. I really stand for empowerment of people, society, yes. irrespective of gender. 
I, I only work with male counterparts and I will never ever say that, uh, you know, I have had so many problems. But of course, if you are an entrepreneur, you will have problems. But I'm also so blessed true. with this amazing community of men because without them, I wouldn't have been doing what I'm doing today. So I yeah. will never uh, put it down or sort of, uh, you know, make a remark that would be condescending. Men have really helped us to be in the place that we are today. And I think it's time we give them that too. You know, of course, there are people who are going to take you down, but that is men and women both. It doesn't yes. have to be men alone. So you really have to identify those key people and create, you know, uh, I think an army of allies, not just a community, but an army of allies. And fortunately, I've been able to create that and wonderful allies, business partners, strategic ventures, of course, family and of course, our leadership in this country, wonderful people and uh, I think it's just got better and strengthened with time because you also change. Uh, yes. You also change and you evolve. And I think that that really inspires people also to view things correctly. So I think that would be something. And challenges never shy from challenges. It's it's You're bound to be challenged every now and then. So be very open to it because that will help you. It's never going to take you down. That will help you. Yeah. Very, very true. Um, so many good quotes there. I have. I will have to <laughs> make all these clips out there and and share them on social media and everywhere wherever I can. Thank you so much for sharing that wisdom. I have few few more questions. These are the three questions that I do ask every one of my guests. And one of that is: Is there a book that you are reading right now? Well, yes, I think um, I'm always uh, reading something or the other, fortunately. And uh, right now it's been the biography and I keep reading that again. And then for His Highness uh, Sheikh Mohammed bin Rashid Al Maktoum, our ruler of Dubai, I think his principles of governance are wonderful. And I think uh, anyone who would read that would be deeply inspired by his life, uh, his uh, journey with his father, the former ruler of Dubai, and of course with his sons, what has he learned, how he transformed Dubai, from literally yes. this desert to this uh, city for skyscrapers, innovation, progress, development, and this wonderful community of people who respect and coexist. So I think this is something that we can uh, absorb in our personal and professional life. So I'm constantly reading that book and trying. And let me tell you, every time I read it, I learn something yeah. new. So that is oh, one wonderful I'll, I will have to check it out. And, and this is another benefit for me. I get to learn so many <laughs> things about all these um, other parts of literature that is read in other parts of the world that I wouldn't generally come across. So that is um, great to know. Is it about his life? And Yes, it's about his life, his biography, his journey. And of course, uh, he still is our prime minister and ruler in Dubai. So of course, his entire journey has been quite an inspiration and the way he envisioned the place to be. And I think the way it is today, it's incredible. It's, uh, yes. uh, you know, if you really have that ambition and that drive to create something, this is an exemplar example for any nation, for any person, for any organization to emulate because uh, creating something like this is unimaginable. And I think uh, I think it's just the pure drive and ambition of a man who, who really led to this. And I think nations are inspired. Our brother, uh, brotherly nations with uh, Saudi Arabia, further Middle East and the GCC countries, all yes. of them are inspired by the vision of His Highness Sheikh Mohammed bin Rashid Al Maktoum. So I think his biography, his life, his journey, his uh, relationship with his father, and of course the way uh, today Dubai has turned out to be—it's it's wonderful. And you would really take away some very important things from that book for sure. 
Oh, lovely. That's great to hear. And is there a podcast that you follow or that you listen to? Well, I'm I'm constantly reading very uh, random things. So everything that it catches a little bit of my attention, nothing specifically followed. Yeah. But uh, if at all, if the, the topic is of a relevance and something that you are thinking at that point, I would probably just open and read it or just listen to it. So yeah. nothing specifically, but then every time there's something uh, that catches your eye or you have time to be able to go through. But I'm really that person who still mm-hmm. believes in not Kindle, but a physical book. Yes. So I think I'll, you'll always find me buying books. And uh, I'm really that still that person who prefers uh, books over a lot of uh, video and audio, unfortunately. But then I'm still that person. That's great. That's that's good. Oh, books have so much value in them. And that's why every guest I ask them, what book are you reading right now? <laughs> I used to ask everyone, what book is your favorite book? And I started getting a lot of the same ones <laughs> as the favorite books. So So I thought, and this gives me a glimpse in the life of that person and my audience, a glimpse in the life of that person. And final question, and that is, if you had unlimited time, resource and money, what would you be doing or what would you be working on? Well, I think I always say this, that one life is short if you really have to give back and, and you know support communities. If we are able to do that in any of our capacity, it's a privilege. I look at it as a privilege to be able to and and with the position and with the economic stability, I think there's, it's a lot more responsible. Uh, we have to be a lot more responsible and uh, privilege needs to be used for the betterment of other people. And, and trust yes. me, a life is short for that. So the, the more we work for our communities, for the people around the world, not just in our vicinity or in our uh, similar region, but of our natives everywhere around the world. And if you do that, then I think, like I said, a life is short. Where do you see the next five, 10 years, not only for Dubai, Abu Dhabi, UAE um, and the region, but also for your firm and your company in the next five years or 10 years, where do you see it? Well, I'm hopeful we are able to become much more technologically enabled, like we are able, we are investing, we move towards investing into a lot of agri-tech, ed-tech, biotech. We're hopeful that our contribution in health tech also increases because I see these sectors extremely booming in the times to come. Education, healthcare will be prime. And of course, I think UAE has set up uh, this great example of being not just the tourism hub, but also the innovation hub of the Middle East and I think of the world. This is one nation which um, is already having a lot of federal transactions, I think less than 40% already on blockchain. So when it comes to technology adaptation, this nation is way ahead than most others. So of course, in times to come, it only gets better. There are There is a 100-year roadmap chartered and no nation has that. It's just the UAE which has a complete 100-year-old roadmap charter moving year on. We have these incredible visions for energy, for a wonderful energy mix. We have this vision for women development, progress, yes. equality. So I think it's it's just going to get better in this part of the world. And we're hopeful that nations learn from each other rather than pitting them against each other. They learn from each other. And I think UAE is having great relationships. It's a peace-loving country. And we are hopeful that... Uh, peace resonates and everyone else is also able to uh, strike peace. No, that is, that is very inspirational to, to hear. Yeah. Yeah. I have, I have few friends who who work in that part of, of the region and I've been to Abu Dhabi and Dubai a couple of times before and all that. And, And I've seen the progress. It's like, you can see every few years, it is just, it is transforming 
in a positive direction so so fast over the last 20 25 years yeah i've seen seen its progress <laughs> so thank you so much uh, thank you so much for your time if anyone wants to connect with you follow you where is the best place is it linkedin is it twitter where should they find you well i think i'm always that someone who really likes to be believable and easy to reach so that's the person that i am i think social media is the fastest today to be able to linkedin is uh, also uh, pretty good and uh, twitter as well but if not if for nothing works then please feel free to travel to the uae this is home for me i'm always here most of the times and i'm very very happy to connect with every one of you thank you so much thank you thank you so much for listening to this episode of want money got money with sam kamani hope you enjoyed the show and got some valuable insights that would help you in your startup or your business if you haven't already please subscribe and rate this show on your favorite platform it would be extremely helpful and i just cannot tell you how much i would appreciate that